I'm Erica Lynn, and we all know the ocean is the most demanding environment on Earth, consistently testing the reliability and durability of our equipment. When you spend as much time fishing as I do, you know that reliable gear is essential for staying on the water. This is why I went with Abyss Battery to power my trolling motor, electronics, and outboard. The guys at Abyss Battery are rattling the saltwater industry by manufacturing performance marine batteries specifically designed for sonar, outboards, trolling motors, and electronic fishing reels. They're also Bluetooth compatible, so I found Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit AbyssBattery.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. What's up, Real Down fanboys and fangirls and all you people in between all that? It's me, Jimmy Skinner, back for another year hosting the Real Down. As anybody watching on YouTube or Facebook can see, we've got a few new little looks and a couple things missing. Um, it's just me uh, for probably the next, you know, 30 seconds. Uh, but uh, Dan uh, decided to uh, go off and start his own show uh the it was the show that he did a little while on our network it's a fantastic thing i uh, i think it's advanced angler uh just you know different look and more uh more high level take on uh like fishing techniques and baits and stuff like that so uh he broke out on his own to do that uh none but love for him i wish him luck i think it's gonna be cool so make sure you tune in and check that out uh but yeah so hope everybody had a good christmas and a, a good new year and thanks for everybody to coming back to join us. You know, it's, I feel like I haven't been on here in forever. Uh, I think our last show is the beginning of December. It feels like it's been like three months since I did a podcast, but that's not true at all. But as you can see, we, uh, got a shout out to Brian. Brian put in a lot of hard work getting, um, the new intro. We've got new outros coming, um, bunch of new rotating highlight stuff we're going to have all these cool overlays i finally got my logo finalized thanks to him on that and thanks to john rap for drawing it up uh i gotta i don't have it where i can blow up the logo on the screen yet that's the like one uh, piece that we, we don't have but i'm hoping that i can get some like stickers made maybe get this thing put on some t-shirts and stuff for anybody that would want anything like that i've had people ask about it so maybe we'll do it maybe i'll throw a little money you know all that uh 
the millions and millions of dollars that you make doing fishing podcasts. We'll put some of that back into the show. But uh, yeah, so new year, new co-host. Uh, I didn't waste too much time this time uh, looking for a new co-host. Uh, I'll, I'll give a shout out to Brad Hicks because he was the one that uh, put the name in my head, which is kind of stupid considering this guy was a really good friend of mine. But yeah, without really any further ado, I'll just uh, introduce him. Uh, co-hosting with me from now on and until I quit, um, my man that goes by many, many names, uh, Gerald Garland, uh, Gerard, Mr. Garrett Johnson. Uh, what's what's up, going on? Not much, man. Glad to be here. You, uh, agreeing to be part of the Paddle and Finn family slash like freak show. That's kind of what it is. Yeah, I'm excited for it, man. I think it's going to be uh, a good year for us. Uh, I'm ready to get going, get after it. I'm for ready sure. for tournament season to start kicking up, too. I'm itching I'm, I mean, your tournament it. season only ended like a month ago. <laughs> yeah. Like you, uh, Garrett, for, for anybody that doesn't know, Garrett's a pretty like diehard fisherman, but uh, as far as tournaments go. But we're going to get into that, so... Uh, you know, first off, I appreciate it. I really do. Uh, I kind of threw it in your face and was like, Hey, you want to do this with me? And you didn't even like, you were like, Oh yeah. And you're a busy man and your life's about to get busier. And you didn't even really like to take, I was like, you want to think about it? And you were like, no, I want to do that. So, uh, I've always considered myself like a yes man and always saying yes to just whatever comes my way. And then that's my problem. I used to love that about myself. And then now I'm like, you know, most of the stress in my life is because sometimes I just don't say no. Um, that's like my 2023 goals to start just hurting more people's feelings and being like, no, F you, I'm yeah. done. I don't want to do this. Uh, but I yeah, do. so yeah, you know, for yourself. Um, so let's uh, let's introduce yourself first. Just, uh, you know, tell everybody who you are. Um, you know, where you're from and how you got into kayak fishing, since that's this is a kayak fishing podcast after all. Oh uh, yeah, that's a good that's a good place to start, I guess. Uh so I'm originally from Kentucky, but uh I moved around quite a bit. I moved we to won't Florida. Against you. <laughs> yeah. Uh I moved to Florida for a little while. Don't hold this one against me, but I lived in California for a little while. Um and then explains <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Uh, after that, I ended up moving back to UK. That's kind of where I started fishing more when I got back to Kentucky and my whole time during college that, I mean, broke college good basically. So the easiest way to get into fishing, uh, not from the bank is out of a kayak. So, uh, all my summer breaks and any kind of breaks I had. I was out fishing somewhere on the creek. Right. And just for reference, because a lot of people that come here, you know, most of the folks that listen to us have been in the tournament scene for a while, or at least been within the kayak fishing world enough to like understand it's still in its infancy, but kind of know where the sweet years are. When you got into it and you were in college, what years was that? Oh, uh, shoot. That was probably 2012, 2013, somewhere in that range. Okay, so still uh, kind of early, and then my phone's blowing up. Usually, this doesn't happen at showtime. I'm sorry. <laughs> Man, you're a popular guy tonight. Yeah, it's just my wife. She's probably yelling at me about something. <laughs> um, so it was still kind of early as far as when kayak fishing was taking off, as in the direction that it is now. 
Yeah, and, um, and then, like a lot of us, I guess when we when I got started, I didn't realize there was even a tournament scene for kayak stuff. Uh, yeah, were you like, were you one of the guys that up in the beginning were already taking like a crapload of fish and stuff with you, like you do now, or was it very like simplistic? It was very minimalistic and don't simple. you miss that? Yeah, I had like maybe one or two rods and a little backpack that I had with a couple of tackle boxes in it and some. And folks, he is as far opposite of that as you could. My man has his <laughs> hobie maxed out, son. That yeah, thing put, has uh, got gear all over that bad boy. <laughs> He's not the guy you want to help at the boat ramp. That's the thing. No, definitely not. It's that thing's probably pushing. Oh God, like 200, 250 pounds or something like that. With, with yeah, he's 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 not kidding. Like, and he manhandles it into the back of his truck by himself and <laughs> blows my mind. Like, he just chucks that big bastard in the back of his truck. But um, so when did you um, when did you first start getting into the kayak uh, tournament fishing stuff? Uh, I want to say twenty fifteen or sixteen, somewhere in that range. And a lot of local stuff. Yeah, it was, it was my first tournament was with CTK, the club that I run now. Um, but that was my first tournament ever. And I mean, I was timid about doing one in the first place. But some of my buddies that I talked with in California, they're like, man, I've been seeing you catch all these fish. Well, why don't you try a tournament? So, and <laughs> how'd it go? I, I ended up second in my very first one. And that was like from there. I was just hooked from that that point on. Was, it's like the polar opposite of my first tournament. I zeroed yeah. in my first tournament. But uh, you, know, you ought to come that... fish uh, CTK then, because uh, I don't know what it is about our club. Um, for anybody that doesn't know, that's Central Tennessee kayak anglers. Uh, uh, almost every time we get somebody that's new, their first tournament, they end up cashing a check, and I don't know what, what it is. <laughs> Club's got a good set of beginner juju yeah, going on. We got we got a beginner's luck going on that just keeps passing down, I guess. Yeah, uh, one that I can remember is uh, uh, Waylon. Yeah, I don't know about Waylon his first won. tournament, but I think it was his first tournament year, and he angler of the year. Yeah, and he he won and done it. Now he like <laughs> I haven't talked to him in forever. I haven't. He doesn't get in his kayak ever anymore. I don't think like. I don't, I don't even know if he still has it. Uh, he came in, hit a high note, and then bailed. Like, yeah, he's going out man. on top. <laughs> smart man. He's one of those. I'll, I'll take my money and run kind of guy. Well, uh, so normally, like at the end of a show, we do like uh, like a sponsor run through, and kind of the, you know, that's what supports you in fishing. But uh, you know, so you mentioned you're a tournament director for CTKA. Yeah. Uh, Talk a little bit about that, you know, you know, talk about your club a little bit and then uh, tell us about some of the other things you do, like your, your Hobie fishing team, you know, you're part of a couple other good teams. Talk about that a little bit and uh, yeah. just let, I mean, a lot of your, the stuff you have, I mean, you know, sure there's Hobie fishing team guys, but uh, you're part of a one brand that you don't hear a lot about and you've, uh, you've got your, your hand dipped in quite a few little cookie jars. So <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the cookie jar keeps growing, but and I try to keep, keep everybody happy but it's about to have to shrink so <laughs> yeah. you better enjoy it while it lasts yeah um so yeah I, I run the central tennessee kayak anglers i've been doing that for this will be my fourth season is that right yeah fourth season with them 
and as a director, yeah, as a director, uh, fifth season total. So the first, no, six seasons total. Second season, I won AOI, and the director was like, "Here, take this." Yeah, that's the fastest way to get rid of the competitions and make him run the tournament. (laughs) Yeah, you handle that. I haven't won it since then, but uh, see. You need to pass this, pass the torch. <laughs> I guess so. It's always it's been somebody different almost every year. I think we've only had one repeat, and that was old Big Trey. Old Trey. <laughs> yeah. I need uh, to get him on here one day. We're gonna have to get him on here, him and Condor, so that they can argue with each other like a married couple the whole time, and it'll be great comedy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want to get somebody on that knows his stuff about kayaks, you definitely need to get Trey because he's been through. Yeah, he, he's one of our one. like biggest biggest listeners. He'll text me as soon as this air airs and because <laughs> yeah. I'm mentioning him. But he has. I think he told me he's on like kayak 43 or something like that. I think he like, just got a new one like a couple he did. Of days he got a light tackle <laughs> so, 2.0. He told me about it. Like uh, <laughs> he just he's or light tackle two, whatever they're calling it. He uh he's always in a different one, but he's the one person I can trust. If you need information about a kayak. He's been in it and can give you like real time data yeah, on he it. Can, he can give you the and he's he's like of it. seven five. He he's not, but he's like six eight or six nine. He's a big guy, and I mean, he he can tell you that there's certain kayaks that you would think would be way out of your range, whether you're too heavy, you're too small, and it's too much kayak to handle, or on the opposite, like I'm I'm a very big guy. This is too little of a kayak, and like. He's blowing my mind with some of the kayaks that he's told me work the best for him, like the Slayer 10. Like he's like one, yeah. of, the, one of the coolest pedal drives I've ever been. And now he's got a uh, iTrek 11 inflatable. And he's like, I feel like anybody that ran one of those in a tournament last year is because they saw he wasn't tournament fishing, but he's the only person been putting any content out there on it. Mm-hmm. And he's been taking it on moving water trips and lake trips and just showing that it is perfectly fine for kayak fishing. Yeah, he, but there's a little side tangent. Show Trey some love. I love you, buddy. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So so tournament director, you you get to control all that nonsense. For any of our other tournament directors listening, yeah. it's fun and stupid all at the same time. It's a, um, I'm gonna glutton for punishment too. So I every year I think we add one or two events per year. So now we're at twelve per year for this year. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Well, I mean, everybody that's fishing it wants to fish like year round. So that's well, I mean, I, I, I recommended that to like some of our clubs is like we should fish like the North Alabama guys. I was like, man, maybe we should fish like seven events a year. And yeah. most of those guys don't want to deal with all that. It's hard enough to deal for. And I completely understand it. It's a it's a lot of moving parts. Um, well, uh, tell us about some of the other things you're you got going on in the, the fishing realm uh well outside of that i i do like to tournament fish like some other trails besides our club uh i fish a lot in the tennessee bass nation events that's my goal for this year is to try to win aoi for that um and then i'll dabble with some of the Bassmaster and hobie events but i'd kind of restrict my time because of the ctk stuff so i don't get a whole lot of time to go run off and do some of those bigger events um 
And it's hard to, I feel like it's hard to compete in those with the guys that really are the, because you're fishing with the dedicated anglers and that stuff. And those guys, I, I, I said it like, I still like to go to some of them because, you know, it's fun to hang out and see everybody. And, you know, you never know when your day is, it's going to be your day. I mean, things happen, yeah. but I got a kind of eye opener last year, the very first tournament of the year that, like, it happens sometimes, but more times than not, I don't know how I did that. There he is. You trying to kick me off here already? Apparently, hold on. Hey, that's something to remember. Spacebar uh, does it as a quick button. So oh, nice. found me a hotkey. <laughs> um, but very first tournament of the year, you know, it, it does happen occasionally, but more times than not, the names you see on top are the people that can literally commit, you know. Yeah more than a week sometimes they can commit it i mean obviously if the rules are allow you know, it. allowing yeah. it but you know i heard there were people down in Kissimmee three weeks before the event like yeah, so, some of that's just insane. i can figure out anybody water in three weeks i was trying to figure it out in two days how am i going to figure and i've never been there before if it, it'd be different if like i had history there yeah. like if you like like gunnersville i go to gunnersville enough I can probably not pre-fish Gunnersville ever again and still stumble onto something. Yeah. You know, like or at least show up like the day before and be like, Yeah, like just check on some stuff. Yeah. And mostly that's just like, okay, this spot's not it, but this one is. Um, but that kind of killed that was the only big event I did last year. It uh I think. Hell, I can't remember. I may have done another one. We did the KB. Oh yeah, we did KBF Gunnersville together. Yeah. Yeah. We uh I couldn't figure out how to land, uh, catch a fish on a frog for the first two hours because I hadn't done it in like a few months. And by the time I started hammering them, it was too late. Uh, yeah, you were you were smoking them there for a minute. Yeah, I was. I was getting a bite like every like two or three like casts, and then when I finally started like slamming it in the roof of their mouth, the bite died, and then I didn't get bit on the frog the rest of the day. And I tried, buddy. I freaking tried, but. Uh, live and die by it sometimes. That's why I hate top water. I yeah. love top water, but God it's forbid. It's so hard to put like, down once you get bites on it. I knew I rounded the. You got there before I did. I rounded the corner and was going past you, and you had a blow up on a frog, and I was like, okay, I wasn't gonna try yeah. that yet. I threw the frog in like fourth cast. I caught one fish and I was like, here we go. That is the worst thing I need in my life in a fishing tournament <laughs> yeah. is to get a bite on a frog, thirty five oh, seconds into the freaking day, like. Cause then I'm just like, well, the other seven rods I brought no longer exist unless they've got frogs yeah. on them. But yeah, that, that burned me this year at Chickamauga, the Tennessee Bass Nation state event. Uh, Eating better is easy with Factors delicious, ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, which is the one I like, and Keto. Get started today and get after your goals. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com waypointpod50 and use the code waypointpod50 to get 50% off. That's waypointpod50 at factormeals.com waypointpod50 to get 50% off.
After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com waypoint. That's mintmobile.com waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Uh, like 10 minutes into the day while it's still dark out, I was catching them on a frog, and I was like, all right, well, I know what I'm doing for the rest of the day. That's Not like this thing down. I, you ended up finishing your day out on Gunnersville that day, like uh, sight fishing, you know, because they were on yeah. the heads. That's a strength I have, and I didn't even try one time that day. I didn't care. Like, I'd roll by, and, like, if they weren't, like, locked, lock. I can still catch them when they're not locked. Like I can catch them roamers every now and then, and you can kind of pay attention to their pattern. I didn't care. Like, and that, I guess that's like ADD or something like that. Like I was dead set. Like, no, not yeah. how this is going down. I'm going elsewhere. Yeah. And I think but, that's uh, kind of what, uh, separates us from some of those guys that really cast some checks is they have the discipline to be able. I think to- you've, I think you, you definitely have the discipline. Like, Sure, maybe sometimes you stick to uh, one thing too long, but I've also seen you uh, when we like, I don't want to say pre-fished because we were just out there fishing like a month before that. And uh, me and the other guy would roll in a spot, not see anything, kind of move along. You maybe catch some smaller fish. You'd pull in and just slow down. And then you're like calling us and like, hey, I'm staring at an eight pounder on bed. And like we rode right over it. And like, you know, like you oh, said, man. you were like, well, yeah, when you came in, it spooked out. And if you just sit there and let everything acclimate, he'll come right back. And you're right. I mean, you caught way more fish just for that fact. Like, you're, you've got that dedication. I mean, I think, I wouldn't even say they're bad decisions. I mean, everybody makes the decisions that we make sometimes where you're just like, I'm going to die with this bait in my hand because <laughs> yeah. I have confidence in it. Like, but. I've um, just got some kind of, like, curse where I can finish consistently average in every event <laughs> consistently average <laughs> like just that's the check best range. way to say it yeah <laughs> but just I, like good enough but just out of check range uh, up until this year i've never had never fish finished in the money in a tournament i always finished like middle of the pack like yeah. middle of if there was 40 i was 23rd so you know 22nd i've but or worse for me, it's and, always like top 25%, somewhere in that range. I mean, that's still good, but you're not getting any money from it. So, <laughs> yeah, that I, I finally had two, you know, they're smaller club events and I got second and third in them. And I don't know, that felt good because I feel like it's been like a long time coming. And it, it like, sister. oh, yeah. And it gets kind of like changed, like how I'm going to approach this year. Like, I like fishing the, you know, I like fishing the national events. Mostly it's because I like mm-hmm. to travel to fish places I've never been. I honestly, Angler of the Year does not interest me in any, from a club aspect to a bass boat tournament. I don't, it, I, if I was that good, I don't care. Like, yeah. 
it's not I think winning the championship would be cool, but it's like I don't really care about trying to be the best angler of the year. I don't know. For me, it's like like some guys would say, like if you listen to people like Drew, they're really going for these titles, like Drew yeah. Gregory. So like if I won it Gunnersville at the Bassmaster Tournament and then I win one in KBF and then I win one in Hobie, that's not gonna make me want to fish it again. Like as far as oh well I've won one, so now I gotta stay consistent to do like I don't care. Like yeah. It's just not that that's kind of where I differ. I, I remember talking to somebody one time and they were like, Well, nobody spends two hundred and fifty dollars to go fish for fun. I spend two hundred and fifty dollars to do stupid <laughs> stuff all the time. Yeah. Like I'm not acting like I got a lot of money, but my wife hates to hear it, but $250 is in my range of like effort money sometimes where I'm like, ah, yeah, like, gamble with this a little bit. <laughs> exactly. I like poker. I like roulette. <laughs> 250 bucks goes quick. Like, but I don't know that the, the doing no K and then a, a couple of the smaller local stuff. I, I think this year I'm going to go back to focusing on that. Um, that one club has got a bunch of events this year. So I'm probably going to do that. And I've said it for years that I was going to come fish up. Uh, I fished with TVK a couple of times, mm-hmm. but it was when they came to Gunnersville. Um, but I'll probably, I want to come fish some of the CTKA stuff and go fish with Steve-O and TVKA and um, yeah, do the whole uh, KBFTN. And, yeah, do all the whole ring around the state. we got 11 clubs, I think, now. Jesus. 10 or 11, yeah. Trying to compete with Texas. <laughs> yeah. Texas has got... I cannot remember, man. Duke Tran told me one time, and I think it's like, like thirty something. Now Texas is a big ass state, yeah, and then, but I mean, like they got a lot more area and a lot more population. But they're taught. He was even talking about how like it's starting to like walk on other, because like these three clubs all fish this one lake, you know. Yeah. So it's like everybody's regions are kind of crossing. I, I think that this that these clubs have all been around long enough that we kind of stick to our little zones um that's good sometimes we overlap and when we do overlap it's like a joint event that's a something that's changed in our state this year that i'm super excited for is all the clubs are finally they always kind of work together to where they minimalize dates crossing Mm -hmm. over as much as possible but they never really did like joint events and this year we got a bunch of that happening throughout the state so that's really cool to see and i think most of the clubs had rule changes. The entire state's allowing motors now, I'm pretty sure. You know, awesome. good job, guys, getting into the current age. Yeah. Uh, we've been falling behind, but it's cool. Alabama's low-key with kayak fishing. It's, that's what – it's fun. Like, it's competitive. Uh, Nate Nate Mayfield always said it best. NACA is the only club you can come to, and if you win, we're going to make worse fun of you. Like, <laughs> yeah. if you win Angler of the Year, we will just F the whole year. Yeah. Like. Like, we don't care. Good job. No one cares. That's just kind of the, the deal. Dadgummit! Yeah, quit doing that. I dropped my... Dropped it on the yeah, and, uh, I mean, as far as, like, Tennessee and Alabama, I mean, maybe not some other states, or but sometimes when you're fishing these grassroots clubs like that, you're still fishing against some of the same competition that you would be... Oh, especially in Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, uh... I can't remember some of the guys I've talked to about fishing KBFTN. It was like, you're fishing against literally all the people that finish in the top 20 <laughs> yeah. in the national trail. They're I all mean, there. <laughs> like, I've consistently fished against like riser and 
Russ Snyder and Josh Stewart and all of them. Like, yeah, Stewart won the AOI this year for uh, with Tennessee, the Tennessee Nation. Yeah. yeah, he uh yeah. he just got squeaked out at our last chance qualifier that we did for the Bassmaster Championship coming up. He got second in that on Pickwick. He, nice. He thought he had it, man. I think he told me he's off the water by like 10 a.m. Because yeah. he had got out there and did all right. And uh, one of the guys snuck right on around him. But uh, he's a real cool guy. Uh, he is. I mean, all, angler, of, all of the guys are. I mean, it's pretty oh, yeah. close-knit, tight-knit community. And it's the same way in, in kayak fishing or in our state. In most states. I mean, there's not too many, you know, bad apples in it. Yeah. And everybody gets along and it's always a fun time. And there is, there's a lot of, there's a bunch of guys that fish in Alabama that I wish would fish nationally, like consistently that I think. Could yeah. There's some of those guys. If they, if you get them on some of those national trails, they'll, they're just as good as anybody else. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> but, uh, well, since we're talking about it so much, uh, well, and well, here we'll, we'll step back before we get into that. So, couple other things you do. Like I said, Hobie Fishing Team. Mm-hmm. Um, what else you got on your... Yeah, so I, I've been fortunate enough to work with a couple of different companies. Um, the longest one has been Rogue Fishing. Uh, I've been with them since pretty much they started. Uh, and then I work with Music City Outdoors now. Uh, Hobie Fishing, that's probably the big one. Uh, and then this past year, I got to work with uh, Yozuri and Hardcore. Uh, they brought me on to, as an ambassador for their uh, program. That's really cool because you I I don't hear too many people yeah, affiliated with that brand. And I don't know that there's too many kayak guys that are affiliated with that. Yeah. Brand. I've seen some bass boat guys. I mean, there's some pretty big name bass boat people that are with that brand, but uh, not too many kayak guys. And I'm hoping to keep pushing that envelope for them uh, yeah and uh represent. for all all our listeners make sure y'all uh i'm gonna push him over to the final cast with brad and matt um i'm almost positive they haven't done an episode with anything related to Ozuri, so you'll be able to yeah help them nerd out Edu- on that educate them a little bit yeah <laughs> and if there's a bait that they make garrett has it i remember when you yeah. Uh, told me you got with him and everything and like the box that you got that you ordered yeah uh, he basically like bought one of everything and he's got a lot of their stuff like everything and I, like i never really used the hardcore baits as much because i guess they weren't they're kind of newer um before i started working with them and those are definitely some of my favorite hard plastic baits that i've ever used now that's awesome so well, will everybody be looking into that i'm gonna i'll do it tonight i'll get in there so we'll probably get that show rolling in the next few weeks awesome. um so yeah so we i figured what we do for your first show uh before we have guests in here and have to control all that chaos yeah. um we did a little bit of a show about it uh before we went on break uh but we talked about uh, we did the big four uh, trail schedules. Uh, I am super, super sorry. I did not pull up the All-American Kayaks schedule, um, but I'm sure we're going to have those guys on. I haven't had any of their guys on in a while, and it's a really cool club, and they're doing really good things. And, I mean, they have huge turnouts to be 
not national and kind of bigger than local. You know, they they average over a hundred easy. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure I could be totally lying, but I'm pretty sure they do. And I know, I know they have big turnouts, and I know like Queen City kayak fishing has huge turnouts. But uh, yeah. all those guys, you know, keep keep those trails rocking really good. But here I'm gonna, we'll, I'll pull them up one at a time, at Garrett, and we'll talk about the dates, the locations, and you know what we think about it and you know if it's one you think you're going to try and swing we'll we'll talk about that yeah so let me sounds good to me here. i've already got my calendar made out for the year i'll get that pulled up here that's the first year i haven't made one every other year as soon as the dates hit i've, I've you know i'm like here's where i'm going I pretty i'm just gonna wing it this year to, i pretty much got to with the ctka stuff because if i don't oh, have yeah. it marked down somewhere then i'll end up overlapping our events and it'd be mad at me yeah that for I, i'm like i don't know how much i'm gonna national tournament fish this year like obviously anybody looking at this on youtube i just pulled up the bassmaster kayak series 2023 schedule the very first event march 4th and 5th lake gunnersville of course yeah. i'm gonna be at that one it's my backyard <laughs> it's my it's my shit best time of the year i think me and Garrett can take what we screwed up on last year. We can go to said uh, juicy hole and lay hate on some good fish. Yeah, just gotta execute this time. Yeah, but. I I, uh, I gotta get there on time. And yeah, you, that's probably the biggest thing. You've got to make sure you've got your identifier with you <laughs> and my battery. I don't gotta <laughs> and your battery. An yeah, back quick, for that. quick story. I wake up, tell him I'm running late. He's like, I got halfway there and forgot my battery, so I'm headed back home. And then I had his identifier card. So then, even though he got to the water, he had to like fish around the ramp to wait on me to get the identifier. It was a nightmare. Like I probably lost two hours of fishing yeah. day just through the and chaos you, you don't want to give up two hours against the that that level of no because all the all the good names were there because yeah. it was gunnersville and it was no yeah that was spring that was, i think it was march i i can't remember it may have been april or may i don't know it's somewhere in the spring i can't remember yeah, it was fun but uh but so yeah that's so... obviously one that we're looking at we got circled oh, yeah. we're uh, going to that one that's... um Next up, we got uh, Hartwell in South Carolina, April 15th and 16th. Heard a lot of good things, have zero experience there. And honestly, I don't really have interest in going to Hartwell ever. Not really. I feel like it could be a fun lake, especially if you uh, haven't had the chance to get into like really big spotted bass. Uh, that's a That's one for sure you'd want to look into for that pop any collars but we don't have that problem down here in alabama (laughs) yeah i can drive down the road 10 minutes and go smack on some biggins yeah this is true i mean you can get all three i think at hartwell right like they got i think so um if i I recall correctly smallmouth population no maybe they don't i don't know for sure yeah i i can't remember i that's that's one thing Dan always excelled with when uh, he was co-hosting with me uh, is he was like the bridge to the geographical part of it that I am mm. not. Yeah. Like I could tell you where they are. He could tell you about <clears> it because he fished in college and he's moved around a lot. He, he knows these lakes and he's a yeah. bass nerd, man. Like <laughs> he can tell you some of the craziest stats and things about whatever pro fisherman. And it was always fun because he could keep it relative. And I'm, Sorry to our listeners. I'm not your guy. Yeah. 
Um, I can try to fill that role, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to work on it, but yeah. I'm not that guy. Um, uh, but, but after that one, um, I wanted to go to this lake before it made a big hit in the championship two years ago. Uh, June 3rd and 4th, Bassmaster's going back to Possum Kingdom in uh, Grayford, Texas. And everybody knows how that unfolded for the championship. And there were Joe Mack. Joe McElroy was mm-hmm. smacking giant bags with a broken kayak. And uh, was it Pendergraph? Mark Pendergraph? Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, that's, ended up, he ended up winning that, right? Winning that one yeah. with huge bags. And he was catching his fish like at the ramp. Well, he catch like 110 inches or something ridiculous. Yeah, they had, it may have been more than that because there was, I know Joe had over 100 both days, like 100 and something. Jesus. And he was throwing 100 up in the first like few hours. Yeah. And then uh, Pentagraph just shut the door on it there at the, the end of that tournament. But that was a fantastic one. So I don't know if I'll go there for the tournament, but it's definitely somewhere on my list. Like, I have been strongly debating making a either late February or late March Texas road trip. I actually have been meaning to talk to you about it because I already talked to Hummel about it. So, yeah, let me know. I'd like to give Lake Fork another swing. TBH. To be honest, I'd like to give Lake Fork some more love. Yeah. I feel like I've had so many missed opportunities there, too. To share in the house with the hammers that I that we did, and to hear about all them catching fantastic fish, I caught. I mean, I didn't catch one under under three pounds. I just didn't catch a lot of fish. Yeah, but that's kind of how it goes for tournaments for me. I want to see what that lake does after it's been low for so long, and if they end up having like a new lake syndrome after it starts filling back up. Have they Uh, filled it back up yet? I don't know for sure. I haven't heard uh, anything about I don't it. Know that they have. I think because I thought they were like working on the dam or something for it. That's why they mm-hmm. had it low. One thing I was going to say about this Bassmaster Trail is that it kind of looks like they're going to basically all of the classic places like Gunnersville's yeah. Hall. Like <laughs> they hit Gunnersville once every few years. So. Yeah. Hartwell, I mean, they always go to Hartwell. Uh, I don't think that the bass boats have been to Possum Kingdom, though. But like to keep it that way. Yeah, let's keep it that way. And uh, then, and then the next one, though, uh, July 8th, 9th, Lacrosse, Wisconsin, Mississippi River. That yeah. still favorite place on earth. I will go back at some point. Maybe, maybe I ditch doing a March trip, and that be my trip again this year because the weather. I went in August when I went and the weather was still so nice, like 70 mid seventies day. And they'd still get cool enough, put on like a light jacket at night. Yeah. Like the place we stayed did not, ha- it had air conditioning, but you couldn't control it. Makes no fucking sense. Excuse my <laughs> yeah. French, but like the weather was great. It didn't matter. Uh, the mosquitoes out there are something different, bro. They'll pick you up and carry you away. Yeah, you gotta, like, tarantula. Right. Everybody talks about, oh, the Alabama state birds, the mosquito. You've literally never been up there. <laughs> yeah. Go up there. You're like, oh, that's a mosquito hawk. No, that is death that's itself. It's freaking pterodactyl about to swoop me up. <laughs> yeah, you like it, you know it's you can hear their wings like fluttering. It's stupid. Sw- like my my wife's from Michigan, and we go up there every now and then, and. uh I, went, I remember going up there one summer and 
like I, I swear I could feel their the mosquitoes like their you know the little needle they puncture into you. Yeah, it, it felt like somebody stabbing a pen into me. I was like, <laughs> what is going on? That's crazy. <laughs> it's not subtle at all. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, that's that's the only thing. The food was great. People are awesome. The fishing was for me. It was crap, but it was mostly I was more into being in Wisconsin and look like being a tourist than I was the fishing. Yeah. I was not focused on fishing. Like it was That's so bad that I, I should have never entered the tournament in that whole situation. Like, cause I didn't want to leave my wife hanging out of the house. I was like, hell no, we're going to go have fun. So I was I like, I pre-fished one day for like four hours and then we went and hung out and went around town the whole, every other second of those days we were there. But, uh, yeah, cool place. If you've never been there, I highly recommend it for anybody, especially in the kayak world. Yeah, it's. I've always heard it's like a kayak pair playground. Like it is because especially if it doesn't say what pools they're gonna do, but if they do like yeah. everybody else and they do pool seven, eight, nine, it's like it's got something for every kind of angler. A little bit of moving water, mm-hmm. current breaks, deeper water. There's you know a little backwater stuff. You can chatterbait them you can frog them like you can do just so many different things out there it's so cool and then july being that early it might be you might be able to catch some spawning fish still i was gonna say it's either gonna be that or you're gonna be at the end of it and it's gonna be that like funk before they're in their summer pattern um but i'm i mean i guess you'd still catch it out there probably warms up faster than some of those other water bodies up there yeah because I remember going to like Lake Michigan in for Fourth of July, and I was bed fishing for smallmouth up there. And, oh wow! And, like in fourth towards the end, middle of July, almost. Oh, well, maybe maybe it will be a a springtime bite. Um, so then we have October seventh and eighth. It's to be determined. Um, I pulled this off of their page, so I don't think that's been filled yet, unless I've missed it. Um. So guess we'll see about what that one is. Uh, let's see. Let me stop sharing that. I'm going to switch us over to the next schedule. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'll make Next. sure I got seventh and eighth open. <laughs> Just in case. Just in case. I don't know. All right. We're going now. Uh, for everybody that's on here, this is the 2023. Let me make sure. It is the 2023 Hobie Bass Open Series event schedule. Um, they start February 18th on the Harris Channel Lakes in Florida. I really want to go down there. Probably not for this event, but. Dan had in nothing general. but good stuff to say about the Harris chain. It's just, I mean, it's legendary too. Like yeah. the Harris chain will put on some big numbers in February, unless we get some crazy ass weather. I think it's going to be a, a very, really big numbers. Good tournament start for them. Uh, you got that one on your schedule. 
Uh, don't. We got our first uh, CTK event. But oh, damn. Yeah, damn, that's... we got it planned that. <laughs> yeah, no. There's only so many days of the year that I have Ain't to that overlap the problem. with some of them. Uh, but man, I, I, that's on my bucket list for sure is the Harris chain or just Florida in general in February. I, uh, I went to me and me and Brian went to Kissimmee, uh, the end of the month, beginning of February last year. And they had the coldest weather they had had in 25 years. So Jeez. it was like in the twenties when you'd get up to get on the water and it was terrible. 30 mile an hour sustained winds, 40 mile an hour gusts. Yeah, I can imagine. If you've ever been, for my Florida guys and anybody that's been down there and knows it, there ain't nothing stopping the wind down there. It's flat. Like, you just got to figure out somewhere in another direction. And uh, we were miserable. I'm glad we caught a good, you know, we caught fish pre-fishing. Tournament day, he caught one. I zeroed. Um, It was bad. Like, I could the fish he caught, I could have caught. I was just so fed up. I said, "Hey, there's a fish jumping right there. Catch it!" And I just <laughs> yeah. literally just left. And he came back and he's like, "Yeah, I caught it. Oh, good job." But uh, Harris Chain, we were supposed to go right back down to Florida the next month and do that one, and we didn't. And I have debated on going down there this year because I want to make a Florida trip this year, and that might be where I go. I really want to go to uh, Okeechobee. Ooh, yeah. Just experience Okeechobee. Like, so be on the lookout for Jimmy. He might be down there. <laughs> um, their next event, March 11th, be Lake Caddo and Bistano. Another one that I've always wanted to do. Have you, did you, have you fished Lake Caddo with KBF? Uh, yeah, I'd fished the national championship there a couple years ago. Uh, What'd you think about Caddo? <clears throat> I really liked it. It, it was, I had one of my best days to this date uh on caddo i think i had like 95 inches or something like that yeah everything i see and hear about it i mean just loaded cypress swamps like yeah i can get down march 11th march 11th oh yeah yeah that would definitely be uh (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna hit gunnersville and then leave gunnersville and drive to louisiana yeah hey (laughs) We might be able to make that work. I don't know. I might be able to uh, take off that week. Just basically not pre-fish for Gunnersville. Fish Gunnersville blind. And then we leave Gunnersville, go load the truck up and <clears throat> go, to, go to Louisiana. That'd be sick. Yeah. Caddo's a cool lake, too. And it's like, I think it's one of the oldest natural lakes in the country or something, or in the world. It's somewhere in that range. But it's... Hell yeah. Uh yeah, cyber swamps. Big gators and cated food. Yeah, good stuff. Well, speaking of big gators, that's what you got at the next one, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, all through the first three, four of them. Yeah. Jesus, it really is. <laughs> yeah. So uh, moving on to that, April 1st, April Fool's Day, Sandy Cooper in South Carolina. That's probably the one uh, I've heard that I've got so much about it. Like I don't know anything about Sandy 12 Cooper. times. <laughs> that's uh that's been a bucket list one for me for a while. And after seeing what happened with that place last year with 
the Bassmaster Elites there and the Hobie. Was it Hobie that went there last year? Or? I think it was. Uh, yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Here, we'll just take a look back and we'll see. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it always shows out. It's one of the ones I don't get to, mostly because I forget, I don't get to watch the fishing on TV as much anymore, but I try to watch that one. Um, try to watch a couple more that are on this list, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but say, yeah, Sandy, April 1st, the moving on from there, uh, April 29th, we got Lake Seminole. I've never had any interest in it down there. I know Dan's had a bunch of pro- trouble with it. Um, it's, it seems like it's feast or famine. Like, yeah. It's right I, I, there on that Georgia Florida line. Oh God, terrible! <laughs> not not the the boy band. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that that like at that time of year is going to put out some big numbers. Uh, I'm sure it will. I mean, like like I said, it always has really good for the winners, but it's like it's one of the ones that the leaderboard tapers dramatically every oh, year. Yeah. I've covered it. It's like really good. And then nothing. It's like there's not much of a like a downswing. It's like you're on them or you're out. Um, yeah. The next one on the list is will be a grinder. Worse. Yeah, is even more of a either you're on them or you're out. Yeah. Uh, May 20th, <clears throat> Kentucky Lake. Um, again, someone gets on them here. And what's interesting about this, so everybody saw what Russ did on Kentucky Lake for the championship because yeah. the boundary rules are so open. Um, and he can tell you, he followed the rules 100%. If you take Hobie's rules and they lock this lake in, because I don't know, I haven't clicked on the event info yet. I don't know if they're going to allow you to, uh, what is the, it's like Kentucky Lake and Barkley. Barkley. I don't know if yeah. Barkley's going to be in play. So if you stick <clears throat> all these, you know, let's say 200 if they sell it out, which Kentucky Lake might be a hard one to sell out because a lot of folks are like, nope. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'll it's going to be interesting to see uh, how that field plays out because, <clears throat> yeah, if they're it's tough, lake, period. Like, there's nothing else to say about it. It is, it used to be legendary and it is tough now. That's probably the most humbling place that I fish, but I've also I've done been one there. time, had a great day, up minus almost sank. And I could care less if I ever go back just because I hear <laughs> yeah. about how hard it is. Yeah. I mean, I think in the last year or so, it's kind of started to make a little bit of a comeback. Um, not nearly to the degree that it was 10 years ago or whatever. But mm. uh, I mean, <clears throat> you just kind of t- basically push that out of your mind. Like that never existed. You, and- you, you have to fish it. Yeah, like it's one of those places that I would say that I would not fish history on. Now, I mean, that's coming from somebody that doesn't have a lot of experience there. But and uh, let's say it is on the upswing. Maybe now would be the time that you could. Mm -hmm. But I've heard so man, I talk to boat guys all the time, friends and family and even people at the boat ramps and Lake or Kentucky Lake always gets brought up. And like people that traditionally can kick ass there, like, oh, my all my spots are dead. Like, yeah, don't know where the fish have gone, blah, 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 you know, Asian carp. But um, curious. Well, I can't wait to see that one. That'll be one that 
and again, we, we'll we'll be covering as almost all these tournaments. Um, if not all, every one. When of was these that one again? In April, May twentieth. Mm. So, summer transition. Yeah, that, that one's going to be a little tough. That's yeah. like, I think a lot of people are going to try to ledge fish that, but. Maybe I mean, I feel like that's point. true. No matter what time of the year it is on Kentucky Lake, someone's yeah. out there fishing that ledge. Um, <clears throat> moving on from that. This has a lake that has moved to number one bucket list for me. Oh, yeah. Uh, June 24th, Cayuga Lake, up in New York, after watching um, MLF this year. And it's, if you want to catch a freaking ton of stud smallies, that's the place to go. Um, I will go ahead and give you my pick as who's going to win that event. And I'm. Uh, Bailey Eichbert. I think Bailey is going to do his homework and he, you're, everyone is coming up to his house. Yeah. Like he has beat the piss out of everybody in the NYKBF <laughs> yeah. all last year. And I think, I think he takes that one to the house. Or if my man, uh, oh God, not how about said Drew Gregory, not him, Greg Blanchard. If mm. Greg makes the, the fly across the that. Yeah. his family's house is like two minutes from there or something like that so like that's his home lake there. <clears throat> and he could show up and show out it could so that could be a really fun one to watch unfold and then again we got 100 great anglers in this country and kayak fishing it could be anybody's game but yeah. i've got my money on one of them two guys and what I'm, about I'm, you any, any input on that one i don't know that like just excites me so much because it I've just seen what that's been able to produce. <clears throat> I mean, want to say that last year we fished a Gunnersville event. Uh, it was a Tennessee Bass Nation one that I think it took 95 inches to win in or something like that, or 90 something. And they were fishing a tournament on T- Cayuga the same day. And that limit on Gunnersville would have got you like 10th. Yeah. And that's crazy to think about. <laughs> yeah. And guarantee you that limit was all brown fish too. Yeah, it was like I think it took 101 inches or something to win that event. And I was yeah. like, what is going Ridiculous. on here? Um I think New York definitely gets slept on for Yeah. Uh, what oh yeah. And then it's like the lake what's the, there's another fantastic lake out there that always gets like nobody thinks about it got put up there this year and I can't remember what it was in the basketball world. It'll come uh, to me when we get off. Cause it's got it's a weird name. Lawrence, is it? No, it's no. got a weird name. Yeah. Um, but I, I've been trying, we were talking about Trey earlier. I messaged him and he was joking around about selling his boat to get a bigger boat. And I was yeah. like, I live vicariously through you. I was like, go trade your boat in and get a bigger bass boat. And we'll take a week trip up to Cayuga. Cause it was like in the middle, he was watching the bass boat stuff too. And it was like two New York tournaments in a row where they were catching mid twenties a day. And we were like, time to go. (laughs) Let's go. Yeah. That'll be a fun one. Um, July 29th, the new river in West Virginia. I know absolutely nothing about that other than I hear. uh, It's actually funny uh, when uh, something I get to close, with. I forgot to talk about this. Uh, when I was getting my new boat set up uh, by by Jeff Little, uh, he was yeah. helping me set up my new boat. That's all he would talk about was like, "Don't you got to go to the new river? You got to go to the new river." Like, yeah, uh, I I've heard of it, but I know nothing about it. But he talked about it. A couple of the other guys in the shop have been there. 
And uh, so uh, other than telling you it's in West Virginia, I don't know anything about it. You know anything about it? Uh, that one we'll have to talk to Hummel about. He's just, he's That's talking his, to me about his stomping yeah. grounds. He was actually taught me. He, he was telling me, he's like, uh, instead of us taking a Texas trip this year, he was like, just come with me to West Virginia. He's going to try and go twice this year. I've he was like everybody else. Big small mouth on that. On that yeah. River. Um, and that's, he said he goes out there to fish and most of the people out there and his family and everybody just wants to do float trips. And he's like, it'd be nice to somebody to go with me and fish it. And I was like, all right. Um, and then moving up from uh, that, we have August 19th, Mississippi River in Wisconsin. So lacrosse again, unless they're going lower pools, um, which I don't think they are. That. August would be when I want to go up there because then you get on the frogging. Yeah. Um, so when was the best going that, up there? In July. Uh, July. So one yeah. month before. I still yeah. think it'll be good, but I think August will get it more to where it's like the warmer time of the year for them. Yeah. And that's that's when I'm more confident on the moving water. And I've seen how the like the lily pads and like the you oh, know the frogging style areas set yeah. up there. I still don't know why I chose to fish moving water. I fished some skinny water tournament day there instead of go like talking with guys there talk john lesman was there and he's like dude just go out there and throw a frog you know how to do that yeah i was like yeah and i didn't and then like three hours into the day he's leading the tournament in the spot that he was talking about that i was supposed to go to catching on a frog and i was like yeah well here put my foot in my mouth come on man yeah you said you're a gunnersville guy that's a lie (laughs) (laughs) yeah um any any comment on that one? Think anything about that? I mean, that's one. I mean, you, you already nailed it with the frogs. Uh, that's when I want to go up there one day and just glue a frog in my hand for a week straight and fish that the duckweed that's up there. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. They got <clears throat> it's so different up there. It's nothing like out of anything I'd ever been to before. It's just, it was a crazy fishery. And then I got re-fired up about it. Bassmaster went there last year, and I watched all of Scott Martin's videos mm-hmm. from pre-fishing out there, and tons of fish just catching largemouth all over the place. Um, but yeah, that, that'll be a fun one, and who knows? Maybe I skip out on the beach trip this year and go up there instead. <laughs> yeah. um, moving on from that, we have their last uh, tournament of the year before the TOC. The September 23rd, uh, Sam Rayburn, Texas. That's a lake I want to go to so bad. I think that'll have some donkeys in it. I feel like both of these trails just got like some really quality. Some heat. They bring you some heat this year. They are. And then this. Huh. I love it. And then in going on, it says November 8th, the 2023 Tournament of Champions. And right now the location says Alaska, and I'm assuming it's because they probably um, didn't click something. <laughs> All right. It looks like we're going to Alaska. Yeah. In November. Good luck. We're going uh, salmon fishing for the sit You're going to sit your kayak on the lake and drill a hole next to it and ice fish. Yeah. You're going to be uh, trying to run from grizzly bears the whole time. <laughs> All right, so that's Hobie for the year, and then the mm-hmm. last one, and honestly, the one I, I don't want to say disappointed, but I thought last year the KBF trail I really liked it, had a bunch of kick ass locations on it. 
Yeah. And this year it just uh I mean there's some great places on here. It's just nothing that's like really entertaining me. Um, I, I can appreciate that they're trying to put something more out west though. Like yeah. try to cater to some of those people out there. Cause... Oh yeah. The <clears throat> and the, you know, out west and then the Midwest got kind of skipped over last year. Um, yeah. All American Kayak Series helped take care of that though to give those guys a good chance. But they start January 28th and 29th, so into this month, you know, coming up quick. They're in Polk County, Florida. I'm pretty sure that it's still they're fishing Kissimmee. I think they're just, uh, I think it's gonna be less lakes than the whole chain. Yeah. Um, I talked to somebody about it and I can't remember. Um, I haven't heard too much about that. Um, so another great one if you if you want to start your year off in Florida. You, I mean, unless you hit the weather pattern that we did last year, you can't go wrong. Um, moving on from that, uh, February 25th, 26th, Lake Murray. Uh, hear a lot about that. Yeah. Got any interest sounds... in that one? <clears throat> Honestly, I think I kind of want to go to the one in Florida more than the one at Lake Murray, but Lake Murray is definitely another place that's on the top of my chain of places that i want i mean i've got a laundry list of places that i want to hit oh yeah <clears throat> guilty <laughs> yeah. um the next one on the list that now this would be a date um just me remembering this one will be the same day as one of the hobies um but yeah. across the country uh, april 1st and 2nd lake havasu I would love to go to Lake Havasu just because it's like l- kind of legendary. Yeah, like, that would be awesome. I feel like that'd be a good time. Uh, maybe a little early, but it, it may be a good time to try to sight fish some big small mouth. Yeah. Um, talking about one that I think is a little bit earlier. We'll go ahead and talk about this one. April 15th and 16th, they're on Lake St. Clair. <clears throat> and St. Clair, they've hit, the water I think they've hit the be. last three years and they hit it in June. And it's been phenomenal. I feel like knowing how everything thaws out, I feel like they're barely going to be clearing in the water warming up. Yeah. Better bring your Uh, ice fishing rods for that one. Right. So that (laughs) one could, I'm curious to see how that happens. I'm sure it'll still, because it's Lake St. Clair, I'm sure it'll still have a huge turnout. Um, It will. Yeah. We'll see how that goes out for them. Uh, Moving on from that, April 22nd, 23rd, Grand Lake. And, so that was where the they had an event. I can't remember who had the event. Was it Bassmaster? Mm, I, th- I think I remember there being a Hobie out there. Or was it the Bassmaster Championship? Hell, I can't remember. Um, but Grand Lake, I, mean, I know they, that they've, they've had got Bassmaster Classics out there. Yeah, at Grand Lake. That's the lake that they're getting some rules changed. So right now, like they have oh. uh, limits on how far from the bank kayaks can go. So it really limits, you know, your course of travel and yeah. So that was a huge deal. But Chad said that they did some wheeling and dealing and got a bunch of that stuff changed for this event. So we'll see how that works. Uh, April 29th, 30th. So busy April, four tournaments in April for KBF. Um, They're going out to the Potomac River, Virginia. (laughs) That's on my list. I hear the Potomac is phenomenal. Um. That yeah, one, that'd be an interesting place. That'd probably be a good time for that one, I would think. I think that'll have a big turnout and be a fun river trip for a lot of the river-minded folks. So they're just doing like every weekend in April? Yep. They ain't, they ain't skipping a beat. 
Well, except for Easter weekend, I guess. But well, yeah. I mean, wow. Nobody'd show up for that one. Huh. Um, but what they didn't do, so they had a couple years where they would have. So so Chad dialed it back this year on the amount of tournaments, but you'd have it like they'd have April fifteenth and sixteenth, and they'd have two tournaments going on at the same time on two different sides of the country. Yeah. Um. So none of that this year, but a packed April nonetheless. Um. And then uh, get about a month break. You go into May twentieth, twenty first, Lake George, New York. That's another lake that I think will have a big turnout or uh, good numbers. Yeah. Um. Big smallies. Um, and then uh, I bet you'll be in this one or the next one up from that, June 10th and 11th. They come down to Chickamauga. Yeah. I think that one will be packed <clears throat> with anglers. Oh, yeah, that'll be uh, people will say what they want and talk all the crap about KBF. I want, but it's hard not to fish tur- tournament comes in your backyard. Yeah, that'll be like prime ledge fishing season for anybody that likes to do that. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of ledge fishing just because I don't like fishing deep in general, but. Amen. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it's uh, the one I want to learn how to do it. That, so like, is that, did me the Hobie good go out to um, Chickamauga last year in June? Yeah. Uh, and that's where, uh, oh, I forgot his name, but he wanted ledge fishing with like 200 inches or something like that. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who it was, but yep. Uh, um, if I saw his picture, I'd tell you right now who it is. No one Bailey didn't win that one, did he? No, he's a West Tennessee guy. Uh, I can't remember. I'm telling you, I shut it all out when the season ends. <laughs> yeah. um, that that's going to be a great one. I might go dip my toes in that one just because I still haven't played around on Chickamauga any. Um, really? Never? never. I've never been a chick. Huh. I was supposed to go fish Justin a TVKA Patrick. there, and did Justin Patrick? Yeah, that's what yep. I was thinking. Yep. Yeah. Um. But no, I've never, never been a chick. It, I can't wait to go. I really like that's. I figure I, I'll probably spend more weekends there this year than Gunnersville instead of me taking the easy one hour Saturday trip to Gunnersville. Yeah, I may, I may spend some weekends bumming couches and houses and sleeping in my truck or in my camping setup. I and, think you uh, feel right at home at, at chick. Um, I, that's why everybody says like when I get talking to people like my style, they they're like, man, chick. I mean, Steve-O is like, dude, chick, go to chick. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and one I would love to go to, which will not happen. Uh, one day, <laughs> yeah. one of these days, I'm making out there, June 24th, 25th, the California Delta. <clears throat> I think uh, one of the dark horse crew guys, uh, Greg Blanchard, Mike Ensign, um. Uh, don't forget about oh big OBD. Uh, your yeah. favorite your favorite fisherman's favorite fisherman. I love I love <laughs> yeah. that title. That is so good. Uh one of those guys, uh, I think they'll 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 lock that one up. Or Damian Tao. He won everything else in uh, California last year. I Damian Tao that. and uh oh God. I bet you if I pulled up a tournament right now in California, he probably have had won it if it was this month. Um there's one other guy out there that you got to watch for that's just killing it. But uh, that'll be a June. I think that'll be a good one. Cause that's a tight, the way titles, the title fisheries. Yeah. It's like the, the heat doesn't always shut it down. Like it's, it's no. got full inflow and it, it forces the fish to move. So it's like, you can 
totally like taking it from from Greg Blanchard, but like if you watch mm-hmm. his videos, that's what you learn about that is like he knows at the times of day when things force them into these certain covers. It's almost predictable. I mean, obviously there's a whole huge the delta yeah. huge that you've got to figure out these spots, but it's like once you figure it out and you see what they're doing with title swings, it's like you know that the next time the swing is in that favor, that's where they're going to be. Yeah, and uh, I think that's really cool. I there's title fisheries on both sides of the country, you know, freshwater bass fisheries. I'd love to fish one of all them, of them. just to, all yeah. of that too. I'd, I mean, I. I mean, let's be real. I'd like to hit this giant lottery and uh, never talk is to you. The Potomac again on isn't, the he also, isn't that also a title fishery? I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Um, according to where the tournament boundaries are, that would be affected if I remember correctly. Because yeah. I want to say there was a tournament there last year. Then we talked about it. And I'm talking about like, well, yeah, our locals do it further inland, and oh, that's I not see. really a factor. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's the big three trails for the year. Um. Super excited about it. I, I mean, I'm I actually picked up some fishing stuff yesterday for the first time since October. Uh, I went and bank fished with my little girl a little bit. Mm. Uh, you catch your first fish of the year yet? No, <laughs> I kept getting bites, but and I mean, I'm pretty sure it was uh just like bluegill and crappie. I had a couple good bites, but I was helping her use her new stuff and teaching her how to use a spinning reel and. I don't know, like I tied on a crawl and literally had zero intentions of doing anything else. If it broke off, I was throwing the rod in the truck. I didn't care, but it was like refreshing to get out there and like just cast like, okay, it's about that time. Cause I've been, everybody knows I've picked up, you know, I always pick up new hobbies. I've been PC gaming a bunch and uh, disc golf just cause it's a great, like, exercise yeah, when you're going pro in disc golf shit after the round i had today never <laughs> yeah. man lost my first disc like lost it lost it it's in a bottom of a creek that's flooded right now uh just not a good day about right. like i was like like the round today was like i'm so glad i literally said it getting in my truck like i'm so glad fishing's about to fire back up because <laughs> yeah. it's like okay time to put that shit down time to get back to something i can do but uh, so something to close with. Uh, I didn't talk about any of the updates. So I actually don't think anybody other than like the guys at the shop and some of my buddies know this, but I uh, I stepped away from Team New Canoe. Uh, I've been with Team New Canoe for, I think it was almost three years, maybe more than two. Um, I don't know. There wasn't anything bad. It's just, I love it. It's like, you know, those guys are family. I had a great time with them in ICAST. That was so much fun. And I had big plans and I talked with them. I wanted to do more for them and more with them. Yeah. And, but with the way the team dynamic changed and it's really focused on the dealers, which is a great thing uh, with a relationship I have with our shop, with music city that we both work with, like me running the team and just everything I already do for them. It just doesn't, it, it wasn't beneficial for me to represent new canoe with that shop. Um. Yeah. In in my mind, it's like I told Mike Schmitz, who's my was my regional director. I feel like it's a great it was a great way to bring someone else in that deserved a sponsorship or deserved a, like a spot when you're working with a local shop. So we did some we didn't get a new team member directly. We we did get a new canoe team guy that's gonna be representing New Canoe at our shop, but uh, that made room for actually one of our old uh, co hosts, Ryan Milford, just got put on the new canoe team. So congrats, Milfie. Yeah. Uh, Good job, man. You earned it. 
and he's uh helping out uh eastport one of our one of our uh, show sponsors here that we do our tournament with every year and they take care of us and they're they're our family and we're theirs and uh, yeah, they got a little pro team going and they picked milford up for uh representing them uh but yeah so i, I stepped away no hard feelings um none to love it was great but uh, this kind of allows me to, I feel like my, my thought was like, I can, I feel like I can do more for the shop, not being, <clears throat> having to stay loyal to one brand. Yeah. Cause I'd said it through the whole time I worked there. Like when you come in, I'm not just going to try to sell you on a new canoe. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm a perfect believer that there's a perfect boat for, you know, per, there's a perfect boat for you and one boat doesn't work for everyone. So I just didn't want to have that obligation. Like, sure. If you came in, I'm looking for a very open concept great underpower, great paddler. Hell yeah. The unlimited is your boat. I can guarantee that. But some people come in and they're just like, I need the lightest thing possible. I'm putting it on my Honda civic and I'm going to go drink (laughs) beer and float down the Collins. Like, okay, you need this, you know, need this. But, uh, well, that being said, I did, uh, picked up a new boat for the year. Uh, awesome. Yeah. I got a 2022, I think might be a 23. Hell, I don't know. Uh, but it's a, I got a Hobie PA 14, 180 and I was talking about Jeff little, uh, rigging my boat. He actually came up to the shop and put the, uh, Oh God, I'm blanking on the name of the company. It's not, it's not on the water innovations at the trailer company. I cannot remember what the name of it is, but he, he set up the, uh, real badass foot steering system that he's been doing oh, on all the, yeah. uh, I cannot think of. That's how out of kayak fishing I've been, folks. I can't think of any of these these names, but it's a real slick system. So I've got uh, foot steering for my hmm. my uh, motor setup right now. The boat's got a Torquedo eleven oh three on it, but that's the shop's motor, so I got to give that one back. But yeah. I'm gonna do some testing, do some comparison videos between that and the Newport motor, um, the NK one eighty, just to show the differences there. Um, yeah, but with the new uh, I can't even remember what this code number is on it, but Newport dropped their three horse too. So we don't have any of those at the shop yet, but just cause I don't want to change battery setups again. Yeah. But somebody already messaged me wanting the shop to get one in. So we'll just probably like borrow his setup. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I, th- I think I'm probably going to stick with my, I got the NK. The uh, 180 does the, plenty with the yeah. Hobie. Your Hobie was plenty fast with it. And so I run the Amped Hour, Amped Outdoors 2450 on mine, and I could go. I never found the end of the battery. And I found it a couple times. I had 18.8 <laughs> miles in one trip, and it didn't die. Um, longest trip I put on it. But we did some uh, some cool rigging. So if anybody's in the southeast uh, that's not going to dugout for anything, if you're in the Tennessee area or, you know, period, uh, come by Music City. Uh, our buddy Blake that um, he's uh, the rigging guy there. He's good. He's, he's very got an detailed. Page, uh, MC, yeah. MCO rigging, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I forgot about that, but he's, uh, he's still getting he's it off good. the ground, but yeah, he's, and uh, he's doing some really cool stuff. And uh, we actually did some, we did a really cool, we remolded kind of, we reshaped the inner hatch of the PA 14 with hmm. with heat so that and i did not want to lose the hatch to just put batteries up there 
Yeah. So we swapped the 2450 for two twelve sixties. So now I'll have 24 volt 60. So a little bit more battery, but they actually fit up against the hole where the little mast pole comes down. Nice. And then we heated the, we heated the hatch bin up and shaped it over a real deep 90 edge and it still slides right in, but it leaves a basically a battery compartment. <clears throat> Dude, and it's awesome. uh, th- this one looks terrible because we, yeah. we had to do so much experimenting to see like what heat source would work. Like we had do, we had two heat guns on it and it wouldn't do anything like 1100 degree high end heat gun and whatever plastic that is would not stay hot enough to, to mold without it changing. Up. Mm. We finally put a blowtorch on it and that worked perfect. So if we had done that first, it would look perfect. But I'm ordering another hatch now that we like know how to do it. I'm ordering another hatch. We're going to do it again and make it like crisp and clean. But uh, I'll have like perfect weight balancing on the boat. So it's going to be sick. Batteries in the front, motor in the back. I'll be able to keep because that's a problem I had when I had that last PA. Yes. I noticed the middle stay out of the water. Yeah. That. (laughs) And uh, I I did not want to do that again. So. I think we've got that figured out. So I'm, I'm excited for that um, new boat. Never had a 14. I had the 12, hated the 12. So I think the 14 is going to work though. Cause the thing I hated about the 12 was the lack it's of good space. Boat. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to run out of space. I managed to do it, but as I say, you could, <laughs> Yeah, I, I rigged it all the way up the awesome. other day in the carport and was like, I feel like I don't have anything on this. Like there's just, so much room for activities as they say. Yeah. If you want to mess with me on the water, if you just go by and throw like a jig or something into my kayak, it might start taking on water. <laughs> He's not kidding. <laughs> okay. I can't, like I can't that, stress the water. Like that like, well, we'll be like, hey, you want to go to Gunnersville for a few hours? And he'll be like, yeah. How many rods you bring? Yeah. I like 10, 12, 10. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that's it for the show, man. Uh, great yeah. first show. I'm uh Again, it's I'm glad stuff. to have you. What, what do you think? Fun so far? Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, good. It goes downhill from here. <laughs> yeah. Now now the actual work begins. We have to start finding our guests and paying attention to everybody yeah. else in the kayak fishing industry for the rest of the year. I'm excited to get to talk to some people uh, like all from around the country. It's something I really don't get the chance to do uh, as far I'm as like... telling you, dude, we've got the best job. We get all the good information. <laughs> yeah. And... Like me and Dan used to joke about it all the time. It's like we're not doing this for y'all. We're doing this for us. Y'all just get the benefit of it. <laughs> you don't get the same benefits. Oh, one hundred. <laughs> I have an entire notebook. I filled this up. First year, we did. It awesome. was it was the shows. You know, I'd have my 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 cheat notes. Yeah. But every one of these has got notes on it, whether it's baits, technique tips, like anything we get so much juice and something you're going to love and the, the listeners will never hear is there's always conversations before the shows and there's sometimes there's conversations after there's always invites like hey if you if you want to come out to have a subaru like you can just yeah. stay at my house so like you make so many connections and that's what it's about for me with this is like i love networking and it's really cool too like it, it, you do this for a while and people will start noticing you in places and it's like that's weird hmm. I'd like, say that's a weird feeling. <laughs> I was driving down the road pulling the paddle and fin trailer, uh, my little camper, and like a guy like was yeah, and then like love the show, and I was like weird, like, but no, it'll be a good time. I'm glad to have you. I think it's gonna be great. You'll bring a totally different 
Like every, anytime you have a different guest on here, it just brings a different like aspect to the show, a different perspective. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have a bunch of fun with it and yeah. Thanks for everybody for, uh, you know, coming back to this year. Hope everybody likes the cool new changes and yeah, I'm, I'm sure that, uh, don't hate on me too coming. much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, just send all the hate mail to him. Yeah. Um, any, any, uh, mail appendage pictures also, uh, at, at Garrett Johnson. Yeah. I'll, I'll take one for the team for you, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah i uh, can't wait to see where the year goes uh i'm sure there's gonna be a lot for panel and finn this year uh, i'm sure we'll be all over again i think we're gonna make the icast run again um we've got the paddle and finn del hollow event gonna come up on april it'll be here before you know it that's always my favorite my favorite yeah. thing all year we got the ctk event us getting out there hand hand with it so that'll be fun and you'll get to Garrett, Garrett was there last year, but you'll actually get to come stay in the big house with us this year. And hopefully not uh, poop the bed on the second day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was funny. It was terrible. I felt so bad for you, but God. <laughs> I was hoping you were just sleeping on a leaderboard. And you were like, nope. <laughs> just one of those days. But yeah, I'm. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited for this season, and oh look yeah, forward to working with you on the show, man. Yeah, dude. Well, we're gonna have a great time. Well, uh, till next week, everybody. Uh, we appreciate it once again. Um, uh, just a little show note: we will be airing on Thursdays. Obviously, if you're listening to this one, you already know that. But that is a permanent thing. It's not just the first show back. So. We were coming out on Wednesday mornings. We'll be out on Thursday mornings, but we're still on all your favorite places, all your podcasting net, uh, you know, locations, anywhere you can hear a podcast, you can hear us. Waypoint TV, YouTube, and Facebook. Um, if you haven't already, go you know, hit the bells, like, subscribe, follow the podcast. Uh, we've got some new shows, and we got some other new hosts. So uh, hopefully I didn't throw that out of, cat out of the bag because I didn't think about that those shows <laughs> probably haven't posted yet. So, but whatever. So we got some new, yeah. some new, some new shows, some new guests, new or new co-hosts, new times, new looks. It's all sorts of new shit for Paddle and Finn. I'm excited. It, nice, refreshing new year. Yeah, it'll be good. But stuff. Uh, yeah, that's right. But until then, uh, we'll see y'all next time. Everybody, be safe and peace. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddle and fin. Don't forget to check out the website paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures, 
your Midwest premier paddle sports destination, go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina, the beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. And Jigmasters Jigs, 